When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did your narcissist or toxic person in your life, did they ever accuse you of being a narcissist? Did they ever accuse you of doing the things that they were doing? Hey guys, if you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations and I'm on this channel and several others to provide awareness about narcissism, to help provide healing, growth, and change for people out there who've been abused by a narcissist, who've been abused by a toxic person and they're not sure what to do. I work with people in three different stages and that's working with them in the trauma bond, like trying to figure out how to get out of the relationship or once they've gotten out, how to change their mindset from the thought of like, I know I shouldn't be with this person, but I still want to, I still feel that kind of addiction. Then I work with people in the middle that are kind of in like this limbo land between the narcissist and between freedom. And it's the idea of that they're feeling peace, but it's not always peaceful because they're going through active detox. Detox from an addictive personality, an addictive person that they were with that they wanna go back to or they wanna communicate with or they just feel like, hey, what's going on? A lot of times in this stage, people start questioning themselves. Am I the narcissist? Like, were they right? Like, is something actually going on that I don't know about? Maybe I could have done something different. And oftentimes, if they're not careful, they'll take, they'll be in this middle section, they'll slide back and end up being back in a trauma bond and back with their abuser once again. Then I work with people as well. Once we get through that, to get to the place of clarity, healing, change, focus, and like as we continue to grow, have vision, values, and the goal is to get to the place where your growth is so far that when you look back at the person you used to be with and the the, the way you used to be with that person, you'd be like, I don't even recognize who I used to be because I've grown that much farther. So I talked to two different types of people. I talked to people who have been in narcissistic abusive relationships, the survivors, the people who have been the victims of this type of abuse. And I try to work with them to provide healing, growth, and change. Sometimes closure, sometimes help establish boundaries, sometimes figure out exit plans, all those different types of things. I also talked to the second category of people, which is I do talk to narcissists. Granted, they don't come and talk to me that much uh, because a lot of times I call them out. Uh, oftentimes they don't come back. But I do talk to people who are interested in saying, hey, I have these traits and I'm not sure what to do with them. I'm like, okay, let's work on getting healing. Let's work on getting help. Let's try to get a plan so that we get you to a place of living a better life than how you have been living. Okay, so if you don't know anything about that, um, if you want to talk to me sometime, would love to reach out, would love to interact with you. Just grab a link down below. You can go ahead and schedule a time. We can talk one-on-one. If you don't already, we've got the podcast. We'd love to have you uh, listen to. So Raw Motivations on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. Also follow me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all those different ones. We've got short nuggets of truth that are coming out each and every day, just like short snippets of trying to remind you of where you've been, what's going on, or different truths that you might not here um other places anyways that's my spiel want to jump into it again with my question did the narcissist or the toxic person in your life ever call you a narcissist did they ever call you something that they were exemplifying if they did you're probably experiencing something called projecting and projecting is the idea of the narcissist taking something that they're doing or that they're feeling and putting it on you 
Oftentimes you'll see this very common in idea of almost like the narcissist like telling on themselves. Telling on themselves as far as what they're accusing you of. Probably one of the most common ones is the aspect of cheating, where the narcissist will be involved in emotional affairs and cheating relationships and different things like that, but they will constantly accuse you of being the one who's cheating. It might be something along the lines of like you pick up your phone and you're like, oh, who are you talking to? Is that your new boyfriend? Like, oh, who are you going out with? What guy? And they'll always say like, hey, do you have someone else? Like they're always trying to put that back on you. And for the person who's on the other side, the victim is very frustrating because as you're sitting there, you're like, I haven't cheated. I haven't done anything. I haven't even talked to the other people about this type of stuff. Like, why are you attacking me? Like, why are you putting this on me? Well, a lot of times it's the idea of projection. If I can project my insecurities, if I can project my pain, if I can project the things that I'm doing wrong on you, then one, as a narcissist, I don't have to feel them. I don't have to think about them. I can push them off. I can push them to the side back on you. And then the second thing is when I push them back on you, it's the aspect that you are playing defense. You're taking the time to have to actively prove and deny and show me with proof of what's actually going on and of how you're not sleeping around with other people. But for the narcissist, putting that back on you gives them an opportunity to kind of take a little bit step back and kind of take a little bit break of like, whew, dodge that bullet. Like now she's not going to catch me because I'm accusing her. You know, now he's not going to question because I question his loyalty. It's big defense mechanism that a lot of times narcissists will pull out in moments of accountability, in moments of clarity, in moments of truth that they're afraid of getting called out on, that they're afraid of getting caught with. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And so a lot of times they'll use this and they'll throw it back. So the cheating one, that's a good example of like in the moment. Like, you know, I think you're cheating on me. Well, I think you're cheating on me. Like, like going back and forth. Like literally it can be that childish. But then you also have projection and not just like the cheating realm, but also just in the idea of like emotions and like thought process. Like you'll have the narcissist be like, why are you so angry at me? Or like, why are you yelling? Typically it's when they're yelling, they'll ask that. But like, they'll be asking these different types of questions. You'll be like, I'm not angry. Like I'm not dealing with this type of emotion. I'm not. And what's actually happening is the narcissist is the one that's experiencing those emotions. They don't want to experience them. Okay, because they don't want to be real with who they are. They don't want to be real with themselves. They don't want to be real with what they're having to process. So they're going to take it and they're going to cast it on someone else. So they're going to push it back to you. So whenever they're thinking like, man, I'm like really pissed off today. They don't know why. They don't understand what's going on a lot of times, but they're going to throw it back on you. Be like, why are you so angry today? Like, why are you coming at me? Like, what is actually going on? Like, do you have an issue with me today? Like, what is going on? And they'll end up attacking you more and more to the place where all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I am angry. Like, I haven't been angry this whole time, but now I am angry because you keep saying that I'm angry. Oftentimes, this is just a manipulation tactic from the narcissist to be able to get a response. And typically they do. They'll push you to the place where you end up having reactive abuse. You end up getting really mad, really upset. You end up exemplifying the exact thing that they said you were going to exemplify, even though that was never your intention. And then as soon as you do that, as soon as you lash back, as soon as you get upset, as soon as you portray that anger, they'll be like, ha, see, told you. 
I knew you were angry. Well, that's the hard part is because then it starts to be in like this cognitive dissonance of like, wait a second, like what's actually going on? Were you angry to start off with? No, you actually weren't. The problem was they pushed you. And this ends up being reactive abuse where they push a person so far, they push a person so past everything that they're willing to do, willing to accomplish that they get to a place they just kind of like snap and they just kind of lash back out. That's the idea of reactive abuse. So with that, projecting oftentimes will lead to that aspect where they're going to project different things on you. Like I mentioned, they're going to project cheating. They're going to project emotions. Um, they're going to project different things about like that they're doing. So along the lines of like cheating, but then we also have like lying. We also have like even if you have a narcissist that starts to become like self-aware and starts using that to their own advantage, they might say, okay, now you're gaslighting me. Like you're manipulating me. They'll say like communication. They'll say like, hey, you don't communicate well. Like you just don't seem to try to communicate. Like you don't come to me and talk to me. Like I thought we were supposed to have open communication. Like you just don't communicate. When in reality, you're there just like scratching your head like what's actually going on because the last week you stonewalled me and gave me the silent treatment and I didn't hear from you for a week. The, the aspect of how it goes back and forth ends up being so confusing for a lot of people. And what happens is when that narcissist puts that projection out there, when they put the projection on you, it ends up giving you that fog. It gives you the idea that you have to be on the defensive. Like, no, I'm not angry. No, I'm not cheating. Like, I have been communicating. I have been trying. Like, all those thoughts start to pop into your head. And as a result, it takes away your clarity of what's actually going on in the situation. When the narcissist can project something onto you and you spent all that time trying to wipe it off, trying to show, hey, this is not me, it takes away from your time to be able to step back and look at the relationship and be like, what's actually going on here? Like, what's actually happening? Like, I know I haven't cheated. Why is this person accusing me of that? And so oftentimes people get caught in this cycle of the narcissist or the toxic person attacking them and projecting things onto them. They spend so much time pushing that off and being like, no, like here's the text messages. I wasn't cheating. Like here's where I was. Like here's what I did. Like I didn't lie to you. Like all this type of stuff that they start to lose the real focus of where is this coming from to start off with? Why is this coming from this person? What is going on truly underneath the surface? If you're being accused constantly of stuff that you don't do or that you haven't done and you know for sure like, hey, the fact of the matter is I've never cheated and this person keeps accusing me of cheating, you might be experiencing projection. Like it could be something that the other person is actively participating in, actively doing, actively communicating, and they're not willing to take that accountability and the responsibility for it on themselves. So they're taking that shame or blame or guilt or whatever they're thinking in that moment and they're putting it on you. Maybe that's something you're experiencing today. Be careful out there. Test yourselves. Test what's going on to try to figure out like what's happening because you don't want to be stuck in that abusive relationship that continues that cycle where you're constantly pushing back saying like, hey, I'm not doing this type of things and they keep accusing you of stuff that's not real. You might be experiencing projection. Thanks so much.